Welcome to the Tough Fish. Tough Fish helps writers and aspiring authors get out of their own way and to leave a legacy by telling the stories they want to share through writing their own books and confidently sharing them with others. The writing process can be tough and the business side can feel scary, but Tough Fish makes both feel smoother and achievable. I believe that we're all works in progress, but your first, next, or current book doesn't have to be. And when you have support from someone who's been there and understands what you're going through, it makes all the difference in the world. My goal is to help writers to go from maybe I'll do it to it's happening. So today I wanted to do a solo episode and talk about tips for a successful book signing. You know, since the pandemic started, I've missed doing in-person events. They are a great way to connect. Now with my corporate experience, including time attending trade shows and manning booths, as well as being the project manager to pull entire shows together, on top of that, I've done a lot of book signings since being an entrepreneur and author. So with all of that going on, I wanted to hop on and share some tips so that as we look forward and even resuming with more in-person events at some point, your next event will be a great success. So let's get started with number one, to get clear on why you're there. How would you answer this question? Why do you want to attend or even host an event? Regardless if it's virtual or in-person, why do you want to attend? The reason this clarity is so important is that it shapes your mindset and energy for that event. So when you're in that headspace that says, I'm glad to be here, I'm excited to be here, it's going to be a lot of fun, then that comes through in how you engage and how you present yourself. And the same can be said for the opposite. So if you're saying to yourself like, oh, I wish I was somewhere else, or this is so boring, or oh my gosh, this just sucks, I don't want to be here, (laughs) then that's going to come through too. There is a big difference between wanting to do something and having to do something. So choose events that you want to attend and have the mindset that you want to be there. And when you're there, no matter how the event plays out, be present, be engaged, and don't sit behind your table and play on the phone or read. Nobody will want to approach you if you're doing that. And it will look like you don't want to be there and it'll be closed off. So stay open stay present and be ready for any opportunity that presents itself while you're there. So number two, let's talk about transportation. You've got to have a way to transport your stuff. Now I've seen a lot of four like cool wheel, like cool four wheel kind of wagon things that have worked out. But for me, I use a suitcase to move my books. They stack neatly inside and I use sections of corrugated cardboard to create structure and sturdiness for the books. And they also help to keep the titles separated, which keeps my system just a bit more organized. On number three, be on brand. So think about what will make your space feel very clear as to what you're about, as well as inviting and be on brand. So here's some questions to help get the wheels going on this. Number one, what do you want your business to represent? Number two, what are you going to wear so that you're in line with the event and your brand? Number three, do you have a banner that helps to explain what you're about? And number four, how is it displayed? You know, for my children's book space, my Einstein and Moo table, I'll use a black and white uh, combination or just a black tablecloth or a white tablecloth as a canvas to display the books. And I also have a picture of the kitties from their adoption day, and they were about 14 weeks old then. So those are always nice pieces to have because it's a wonderful conversational piece. People want to see them. They tell me about their pets. They 
tell me about what's going on with, with their reading or their uh, uh, pets. And even if they're on the rainbow bridge, it creates a form of connection and we will talk about them. And it's something that we all care about. We care about those animals. So it just is a wonderful way to create that immediate connection and relatability. Now, if the table is big enough, I'll even put Einstein's book, his first book alongside where his picture is or where he is in the picture and Mushu's first book alongside her just to show the correlation. And then that way you can easily make the distinction between the real life animal and their book character form. This And the picture that I have displayed, it's truly one of my favorites. So it just makes me smile to even have it on that table. But it's part of being on brand. It's part of communicating warmth and friendliness, a love of animals, an element of being polished and encouraging goodness. So those are all the pieces that I'm thinking about when I'm in this event or when I'm thinking about this table. You want to consider who your client is and who your customer is. And that's number four. The key to remember is that your client and your customer may not always be the same. So let's go back to the Einstein and Moose series that I have. For, for And in this case, the child is my client and then the parent is the customer. So I want my space to feel inviting for both audiences. I have bookmarks for the kids and have the kitties actually on them. And when I'm at an event where I can facilitate a drawing contest or story time for the kids, I do that too. So when you look at your table, consider how you can facilitate the easiest transactions from your location and so that your customer sees it. How do you want to see the books displayed or other items that you might have? Think of how you like to shop and what arrangements catch your eye and how you can bring them on board and help them to feel welcome in your space. So for instance, I like seeing some white space, if you will, and as well as some height. So I typically use a tall book rack on the corner of the table and spread out items as much as I can so it feels a lot more open. The last thing I would recommend is an attitude of gratitude. So I mentioned at the beginning, we started with mindset. So we're gonna end with that. And the key in all of this is that attitude of gratitude. That's the joy and the fun that's gonna come through. Consider how you can make it a little more special for your client or customer, as well as the place who helps support your event. For instance, I'll use little white bags with little paw prints on them for book purchases. They were easy to create with stickers, and I know that I appreciate a cute bag to carry my goodies in. And when a child is presented with their purchase, their books inside that bag, I'll hand it to them, and their grin is just from ear to ear. You can just see that they just exude a sense of pride and purpose. Their little shoulders go back and they are so excited that this little bag is just for them. And it's just the best. It is awesome. I'll even send a handwritten note to say thank you to those hosting organizations. And it just takes a few minutes, but it lets them know that I appreciate their willingness to support my event. And even if there were no sales, even if there wasn't one transaction, I'm still thankful for the opportunity to have been there because I didn't know what I didn't know, but I went in with an open heart and an open mind and welcomed what could be. So in other words, it was also I'm grateful and thankful for the learning opportunity. Some final thoughts. These tips can be modified for conferences, school visits, workshops, and online events. 
And as you apply these tips to your next event, consider what tweaks make sense for the event itself, for your brand, products or services, and your business. When you feel good and show up as that leader, as the business owner, as this author that you're proud to be, that goodness is going to come back to you and in the most unexpected ways. Thanks for listening today. I'm so glad that you were here and know that there were some valuable nuggets to help silence that inner editor and get writing and sharing your work. Your story needs to be shared, so you have to write it and get it out into the world. And until next time, keep swimming upstream while going with the flow and get your book out into the world. To learn more about Tough Fish and be part of the next author conversation, visit jennifermillius.com forward slash Tough Fish.